Bell Dogs. Welcome to the Doghouse. I'm Diana. And I'm David. Oh, we're back for season four. I don't know whether to be excited or nervous or scared or all at the same time. Those are all the appropriate emotions to have when talking about Riverdale. I I feel like I've gone through a gamut of emotions after that last season. Mm-hmm. And now I just feel like there's no appropriate way other than we're indoctrinated in this cult. We we can't get out now. Yeah, like this this is the price we pay for being Riverdale people. Uh, <laughs> I re-listened to our chapter fifty seven survive the night coverage just to kind of be like, okay, where were we? We never ended up doing a season three wrap up cast. Life kind of got in our way. It's been a very hectic summer. We know we still owe y'all a bunch of shit. It's in the works. Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, so I've been I've been doing some of my scrounging to see what's going on, who have they casted for things, what do we know? And yeah, there's stuff. And we only recently got a super long trailer. That's true. So there's a lot going on. So we're gonna take a quick minute, we're gonna review that, and then we're gonna break that down. So see you in a minute. Well, that's a lot. There's so much. There's a lot. Okay, so like we all know the first thing that's going to happen is Archie's going to find out his dad has died. Yeah. So that's the that's the like I know I was in the minority for I was kind of hoping that they could keep the character of Fred around. So they've they're going to have him pass. That's I'm fine. I'm fine with that. It just I, I, I fully respect and appreciate the fact that they waited to deal with it until this instead of trying to deal with it last season it makes a ton of sense that's that's the right choice yep so that's gonna happen that's gonna be big sad bummer town <laughs> <laughs> so mary andrews is gonna be sticking around and archie is going through with his plan to turn the gym the el royale into a halfway house sort of place community center yeah and mad dog's gonna be sticking around love uh, it sounds like his name is monroe okay so that's cool archie's gonna become a vigilante again so I guess he's going to, because this is the CW and everything has to be superheroes all the time, he's going to take his comic book persona, which is like Captain, like Pure Heart, or it's something like that. I don't. Uh... Yeah, it's dumb. Uh, Veronica is going to investigate the scandal of her father, which is big dumb bullshit. Uh, paparazzi's following her around. And, and, and her how da- deep does this go? And her dad's threatening her. So that's cool. There's got to be a secret in there lurking somewhere, which I'm hopeful is going to be far more mm-hmm. intriguing. Jughead's going to a prep school uh-huh. where he meets Brett Weston Wallace, which is a lovely Brett Easton Ellis reference. Uh-huh. That's the writer of American Psycho. Yes, and is yeah. a gross garbage human. Mm-hmm. Betty Drew is on the case. She's going to try to figure out what is Charles's deal. Yeah, there's which, a little suspicion there. Which, you know, like, this is not the first Charles she's been around, so I appreciate that she's asking questions. Cheryl is uh, still hanging out with dead Jason, and now a creepy doll that <laughs> it appears Nana Rose is referring to as Julian. Also, okay. who's Julian? Is there another sibling we don't know about? That would not surprise me in the slightest. It's entirely possible. There's a lot of sex. A lot of sex. Between the... The teenagers and the grown-ups. It looks like good sex. Well, you know, so long as it's all consenting and everybody has a good time. There you go. There's going to be some Reggie Archie drama on the football field, it appears. Shocking. Nah, it's about time. Betty has a beret and a gun. That last moment 
made me cackle with delight. And then Jughead threatens a student with, I believe, a stapler. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. All I care about is that last shot of Betty and Alice with Betty in full Patty Hearst gear. I like it. Unloading a gun. That's 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 cool. I'm into it. Could be a dream sequence. Yeah. So not a lot in this trailer was a surprise. Not a lot came out at the New York Comic Con panel. It was just the adults who were there. And then I reviewed the stuff from San Diego Comic Con. So, but you have you don't know anything about this. No, so I got be, nothing. You're gonna be hearing some of this for the first time. Okay, so at New York Comic Con, the adults joked that they haven't gotten a chance to sing. Oh, 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 oh but shit. There will be a musical this year, and Roberto has said that the adults can sing if they want to. Uh-oh. Uh, Uh-oh. Everyone said, finally, filming the, the In Memoriam, the first episode back, chapter 58, was very cathartic. Because when Luke Perry died, they shut down production because they were in production for two days. And then we all had just a scramble to to finish. Yeah. And this was coming back together and everybody was together to do it. And one of the things that was really cool is that it's been quoted a couple times, but then it's just been reiterated as we're getting close to premiere that of all of Luke Perry's characters, he was Fred Andrews. Yeah, he really was. That's who he was as a person. He had a lot of experiences with his own son that he has with Archie in the show. And so like, so that's like makes it really extra sweet and sad. Shannon Doherty is coming. That was the one thing from day one that Luke Perry wanted was he wanted Shannon Doherty to have some sort of cameo, some sort of role in the show. And so it was really important to RIS to have her in here. And so we know based on a bunch of different stuff that's been released that she's going to be the one to be delivering the news to Archie. Mm. So, yeah. And the kids at San Diego Comic-Con said having her around was really a great touchstone for Luke. Because she had her experience losing him as well. So that's cool. Well, this is just sad. But sweet. (laughs) Uh, There is going to be a Thanksgiving episode this year, which they haven't done before. No, we haven't done a family Thanksgiving. Of course, it's going to be dark and twisted because it's Riverdale. Yeah. And, we, you know, Mary is going to be a much bigger role this season. When Luke passed away, she happened to be in Vancouver where they shoot Riverdale. She was shooting something else. She called RAS or they talked somehow. I don't remember exactly how they put it. But she said, please don't introduce Archie's uncle. Please let me fill in whatever way you need. I think that was the best move. Of course. It makes the most sense. Like, if you want to, let's establish Mary and like have her be a firm, full presence of Riverdale. And then if you want to introduce Mary's brother to be an extra parent in the mix later on in the season, I'm okay with that. We've run out of grownups. <laughs> yeah, there's that element. But also, I, I, I think we're at a place, especially with from what we see, that it's not this like violent death, mm-hmm. that it's more of a natural illness. Mm-hmm. And because of that... I feel like that gives Archie room enough to not be traumatized again. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's going to be horribly sad for him to lose his dad, but it's not like the Black Hood killed him. Yeah. With that, Archie can kind of just take up this role with the community center mm-hmm. and mom gets to be the backbone support. Totally. And you don't really need another adult for Archie at that point. You don't have to, but I understand feeling like you need another one. Maybe. If if there's a good plot reason to do it, I'm all for it. No, no, totally. So at San Diego Comic-Con, they asked the kids, what was the most surprising thing of the last season? And a lot of them agreed that it was the organ harvesting. They were not seeing that coming. 
Nobody was. Uh, when Chad Michael Murray, who played Edgar Evernever, was like, I'm har- harvesting organs. Yes, Chad, you are. <laughs> uh, so that's fine. <laughs> this is their senior year. And RAS promises, as he promised last year, and it was full of shit, that they were going to uh, spend more time dealing with high school things. So this is their last prom. This is their last homecoming. Football's going to come back. It's going to be a big deal. <laughs> the highs and lows of high school football. High school football. We are welcoming Kerr Smith of Dawson's Creek as Principal Honey, because Principal Weatherby ascended. They asked Cole Sprouse how he felt about the flash forward. And he said, oh, yay, no more smelly beanie, because there are not very many beanies. So he's wearing the same one all the time. Oh, but. Yeah, no, but in the costume department, come on. But flash forwards are going to play a lot in this season. And we should find out what that scene is at the midseason finale. Oh, okay. So that's pretty good. Cheryl, she kind of gets a focus of the Halloween episode. They're going to have a full-fledged Halloween episode. When they recorded this, they said that they knew what they wanted everyone's costumes to be, but they hadn't gotten clearance yet on them. But we can tell from the trailer, Cheryl's Poison Ivy and Tony's Harlequin. (laughs) She's Harley Quinn. Uh, You can tell. It's very obvious, which is great. Makes sense because CW plays in the DC world a lot. What if Betty is doing Patty Hearst for Halloween? No, apparently, I believe this is joking, but she's staying home to pass out candy. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Good. Thank you. Good job, Betty. Veronica's going to have some extended family she didn't know about show up. Mm. So that'll be interesting because, you know, both her parents are uh, have been incarcerated. <laughs> it's uh, true. Cheryl and Veronica are going to have a new business venture and apparently it's sticky business, which no. Y'all are teenagers. Stop it. Maple syrup. <laughs> the Archies are officially starting. Heck yes, they are. And there will be a battle of the bands. <laughs> originally, a battle of the bands was supposed to be the season one finale when they, when he originally pitched the show. When Arias pitched the show, that was going to be the season one finale. And it went in a completely different direction. Kevin, an old flame of his, is going to come back. And they're going to have more Kevin and Betty friendship stuff happening. Moose? Is Moose coming back? It, I better fucking be Moose. Well, who's a former flame? Unless it's one of his like... Grind him, <laughs> hookups. Joaquin's dead. Joaquin's so. dead. So the only other person we know that he's dated on show is Moose. So yeah. Moose, 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 Moose. Yeah, I hope it's Moose. Yes. We're going to get more of Tony's backstory. Okay. We met her grandfather and we know her uncle was not supportive of her coming out. So uh, it'll be nice to know about her. Josie will be coming back a little bit. She's in the first episode for sure. And then there's going to be a, a little bit of crossover with Katie Keene. I mean, it only makes sense. Yeah. Again, Reggie's going to do more football. And yeah, so that's going to be cool. They opened it up for audience questions. One of the, qu- the very first question that was asked is, when are you going to have more plus size representation on your show? Huh? Yeah. To which they said, well, Shannon Purser has an open invitation to be on our show. So, and we're going to have a lot more people to meet this year. So I think, I think you'll be surprised, which if I was Shannon Purser, one, I give them the biggest fucking finger because they made her character the worst ever. Yes. They totally made her sad fat girl. Uh Uh-huh. And Shannon Purser is gorgeous. And no, (laughs) this is just bullshit. I was shocked that they asked that question, but I was really proud of them at the same time. So whoever you are at San Diego Comic-Con, you go because they look like assholes. It's bad teen TV. I mean, I here's the thing. 
We do adore this show. Mm -hmm. We also have no expectations for it. Our expectations are so low. Our brains go to a very different place watching this television show. Yeah. And then there were a lot of questions that were like silly, like one-off stuff. But my favorite one was asking them, what is one thing you, you wish you could have changed about your character this season? And KJ's first response, I wish I hadn't been attacked by a bear. (laughs) And he says, the prosthetics are horrible. Anytime when I have to have my shirt off, which is a lot, it takes fucking forever, which is true. The other thing, KJ, I will say that constantly getting tattoos on your torso adds to your makeup time. So some of that is your fucking fault. (laughs) Sorry, just going to say it. I will also say that is... Also, one of the worst pieces of writing we've ever seen. Which apparently the moderator asked him, do you still stand by that? And Arias was like, yes, I do. I stand by it. I'm like, you shouldn't. You should be embarrassed and mad at yourself. <laughs> because literally every person I know that's watched the show like, has said, fuck? a fucking bear? Yeah, totally. <laughs> the final question was, what does each person want for their character in season four? Cole says he wanted more dream sequences with the classic outfits. He loved that sequence back in the beginning, and he is of the headcanon that Jughead is actually just asleep and he's dreaming Riverdale (laughs) back in that classic form. And I was like, ah, that would be great. That would be amazing. That'd be the one time with that that cop-out end that I'd be like, "Eh, I don't care. Lily's first response was happiness, but yeah, uh, but she just wants Betty to be able to cut loose and do some fun things, and she needs to party. KJ, he wants to know where the dark side in Archie comes from. He's like, we've seen it, but where did that come from? So that's kind of fair. From, I mean, trauma? Totally, but like, is that a trait his mom shares? Does mom have some of that darkness? Oh, please don't, please don't make her dark. Please don't make her murder mom. Well, not murder, but maybe like she's got, she's got, like, we don't know anything about Mary's past. So it would be really interesting to write it in. Secret Blossom, Secret Blossom. Oh, no, she, no, no. That, we can't, <laughs> we, we've already done too many Secret Blossoms and no more incest bullshit. No, we just have to stop. Cammy, Camilla, she wants more of Veronica's backstory. She has this whole life in New York that we've never seen. Jughead's about to go to a prep school with all of the types of kids she would have gone with. So, She's like, I want to know what Veronica's life was before Riverdale. Fair. Which, again, I've always talked. She had her friend Katie, and I had predicted that we would see Katie, and we ended up getting Nick St. Clair instead. But I would love to meet this bad girl that Veronica hung out with. That would be great. Could be a potential jug ally. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe. And Madeline Petch, she yelled out, therapy. (laughs) <laughs> it's true and then she said no and she was the last one in the line she's like no seriously i wasn't joking i want to see my character go to therapy and actually deal with some of her stuff and then find have happiness god bless you madeline. i was like thank you thank you madeline because she said one of the things that she did talk about was that you know everyone's kind of joking about her you know with her brother's corpse but it's really sad yeah because she's never dealt with any of this and i, I fully agree but it's also one of the things that it's so absurd that your first reaction about it is just to laugh. It's like, yeah. this, this is funny. Well, it's ridiculous. And then when you really think about what is actually happening to this girl, it is quite sad. It's just hard for an actor to be connected with a character that they threw off the rails as far as they could mm-hmm. that last season. Oh, 
Yeah, so that was it for that. There are a couple things, like some casting news that won't matter until we actually meet the people. And they're not people that are super well known. So like Shannon Doherty and Chris Smith are like the really big ones. And we're going to hit those off pretty quickly. Yeah. Now we got we to gotta talk some predictions. TV genius time. Oh, fuck. So I will say this up front. With the first episode back being this in memoriam, this one that's really supposed to be more of a standalone episode... I don't think a whole lot's going to happen. My first instinct is not to believe that there's going to be a whole lot of fodder for future predictions and whatnot. I kind of feel like we just need to go into this being like, this isn't a true premiere. This is a bridge from last season before we get into the meat of this season. I don't think so. I think with an hour long, I think about half of it will be that. But I also think this show rushes into plot real fast. It does. I What I hope to have happen is that the focus is on Fred and Archie and dealing with this and that we see a few seeds of what's to come. Yeah. I don't trust a show at all <laughs> in any way, shape or form. The last three episodes of last season were amazing, but their hand was forced. And I said it a thousand times in that episode. They were in a position where they had to, they literally probably for the first time ever sat down and looked at where are all the pieces on our board and how do we make this work? Yeah. Which, if this is the type of show you're doing, you need to be doing that constantly, all the time, always. So I do hope that they bring that approach to this season. I just don't trust them. I mean, I could see a scenario where a giant chunk of the episode is devoted to that. And then in the last 10 minutes, they do some crazy ass escalation stunts Mm -hmm. to gear us up for the next episode. Yep. Best case scenario is it's half and half, right? We Yeah. We deal with it a lot in the episode we sprinkle in scenes and then right at the end we throw a crazy ass wrench in in the works Mm -hmm. because that's how this show is best when they're throwing cliffhangers in every single week it just works i don't need a cliffhanger every single week i i like some of those episodes where we move the story along and then it isn't until we get to the next time where we're like, oh, shit. Yeah, sometimes they do like, Sometimes they do like a reverse cliffhanger where they throw in the crazy thing right at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, they've done some good ones. All right, my first prediction is teen pregnancy scare. I've said it every single season. We haven't <laughs> happen- had it happen. Keep throwing it's, it down. It's a trope. It's going to happen. It's got to be Veronica and Archie, though. I don't know. I don't, I don't care. Somebody is going to have a pregnancy scare. Someone's going to get married this season. I think really? it's time someone get married. We've had a, a fantasy dream wedding. I think it's time someone got married. There's got to be one or two like bright shining moments. Maybe Polly comes back and she maybe she meets somebody and she gets married and she's actually finally going to have a happy whole life. Maybe. I don't know. Probably she's, not. Probably let's not. Be honest. She's ascended. We don't know what happened to her. <laughs> that's okay. I just that's I, that's my that's my guess. It's season four. We should have a happy wedding because we didn't get to see Mayor McCoy and Sheriff Keller get married. Oh, that's true. They did get they married. They need a wedding. They had they had a party. Because like, if we don't have a party, the Black Hood is, has won. It's true. It's great. I love this too. That is the one thing I'm going to be really sad about losing Josie is that we don't get Josie and Kevin as siblings because they were fabulous together. So good. I think one of the lodges is going to end up dead by the end of the season. And I... I don't know who I want it to be anymore because they're both horrible. (laughs) They're both horrible. I was really kind of hoping Hermione would die along with Fred, but that didn't happen. Uh, So now right now they're both in jail and I haven't decided which one is more entertaining or more annoying. So one of them is going to be dead by the end of the season. Yeah, I think I think that's safe Um, with Bughead breaking up. I think we're going to see the beginnings of Barchi at the end of the season. I can see that. 
which I, sh- I I really hope so. Like, I'm not trying to break up Varchi, but I feel like it's just going to get to a point where there's like this natural progression where they're like, we have to go in different directions. So we need to break up. And it's just like a very peaceful, mature breakup. And then I feel like Betty and Archie are still going to be staying in Riverdale. And darkness. And darkness. Yeah, you know. So, you know, I think when Alice comes back from whatever's going on with the farm, I think her and Betty are finally going to be good. Like, there's not going to be any more bullshit between them. I think they're finally going to be in, like, as healthy as a Riverdale parent-child relationship can be relationship. (laughs) What does that look like? I don't know, but I think that just, like, there's not this pretense because... Betty knows everything about her mom now. Yeah. So I think that's good. And now there's going to be this relationship with Charles. And I think Charles being there is going to be the reason that FP and Alice like rekindle their stuff. Except why is Charles really there? I don't know. But I think he'll be a good influence on Betty and actually will like force her to go more of the criminal justice FBI route and be like, you'd be really good at this. This is the direction you need to go. Unless Charles is a horrible person. Maybe, but I hope not because like occasionally we need to meet new people who aren't horrible and then kill them instantly. But- this is Riverdale. I know, but occasionally they need to like just let us have one. I don't know. It's um, Riverdale. I think Veronica is going to get into all the colleges she wants, but she will no longer have any money, so she doesn't get to go. I mean, I don't know if Veronica is going to be able to stay out of jail, let alone do that. She's still a minor. Actually, I think Veronica will have the money from whatever businesses she's trying to jump into. I don't know. I'm really sick of that trope. Like, I'm just sick of her. Like, the teen business lady is like... You're a minor. None of this is legal in any way, shape, or form. No. So. But it's Riverdale. I think this this isn't really a prediction so much as a foregone conclusion that Tony will be leading the serpents, like, full on. Like, those are hers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jughead's going to prep school. Like, yeah. eh, there's no, no. he's done. It's not even a question at the this point. The Serpent King is dead, basically. Uh, the Serpent King is on sabbatical. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. But that's, that's really, like, all my, like, straight up predictions for the season one thing we've done previously in the past is when they release the titles for the episodes we guess based on what the titles say what what's going to happen <laughs> and so we have the first five okay the first one is in memoriam shocker but there is a description so we can we can decide about that as the residents of riverdale prepare for its upcoming independence day parade archie receives a phone call that will change the rest of his life all right chapter 59 fast times at riverdale high Archie encourages Mad Dog to attend Riverdale High and join the football team. Jughead meets Mr. Chipping, who offers him a spot in an elite school called Stonewall Prep. Uh. Veronica is conflicted when information about her involvement in Hiram's arrest leaks to the public. Kevin applies for a spot on the blue and gold to make amends with Betty. And Cheryl goes head to head with Mr. Honey, the school's new principal. That's loaded. So Mad Dog is old enough to still be allowed to go to school? Yep. Uh, Okay. Well, or they were playing him off last season like he was 19 going on 20. Could also be that he's not completely aged out enough that he couldn't go back to school. Fair. But I think that might be more the situation. It's still a little strange how they've played that. Really? Just like night school. Night yeah. school for Mad Dog. Just like help him, like let him go back to Riverdale with a GED program. Mm-hmm. But like football team was a little weird. Okay, so this is where Jughead's going to figure out what's going on with his school. Stonewall Prep, ew. Hiram's definitely fucking with Veronica from prison. Well, yeah. Yeah, which makes sense. But I like that this is the way that Kevin's going to try to, like, make things right with Betty. Because, like, the last time we saw him, he was, like, dragging Betty by her feet. Yes. Uh, Yeah. 
But so he was also in a cult. He was in a cult. And Mr. we're going to meet Mr. Honey. I'm very excited to see Kersmith. Very excited. He's fabulous. Chapter 60, Dog Day Afternoon. Things take a dangerous turn when Betty and Charles track down Edgar and his farmies. Jughead's first day at Stonewall Prep doesn't go as planned. Cheryl learns a dark family secret. Your family is fucked up, Cheryl. That's what you learn. You finally learn this. Okay, so there has to be another family like kid. Well, and also, are we going to have a hostage standoff? Because that's what Dog Day Afternoon tells me. Well, that's going to be the farmies. Oh, please don't do Waco with the farmies. If ever there was a time to do Waco, it's with the farmies. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. I, I would Except like Except Edgar's that. not even like a true believer in anything. I would like to know more about Edgar, though. I really hope they don't just kill him off. I kind of hope that he becomes like the new Black Hood and he's in the creepy, creepy cell. See? The Hannibal Lecter cell and like they keep interviewing him for stuff. But my problem is at the end of last season with the organ harvesting, it literally just seemed like profit motive. But I want to learn more about how he's pulling it off by going to traveling town to town and not getting found out. That's what I want to know. I don't know. I The way they played him, I think they made a misstep because I don't know that he's interesting in the Black Hood way. I think he's just a guy making bucks off of stealing people's organs, which is weird, undoubtedly. True, but the, there's an organized crime aspect to it. And so I think at least through Charles, we could find out some explanation that he could give as to how he's pulled it off. Hiram Lodge, Hiram Lodge, Hiram Lodge. Boo. Gross. It's probably going to happen now. Jug, why is Jughead's first day crappy? Oh, he's probably smarter than some of the Stonewall prep kids, and that makes him a target. Let me get, that's how that's going to work out. Chapter 60, Halloween. Hmm. I think it's going to be a spooky day. What? We already know there's going to be a seance at some point. So creepy. <laughs> Chapter 62, Witness for the Prosecution. Okay. Oh, this we're going to deal with the uh, Hermione, Hiram, one of them being in jail thing. They're going to trial. Courtroom. Courtroom drama. Chapter 63, Hereditary. <laughs> so witches? Family relations. Family that, relations. That tracks. Yeah. That tracks. What's going to happen? Hereditary. Something involving Cheryl. Well, this is this is when we're going to meet Veronica's family member that we don't know. Probably. Uh, we're going to find out more about this creepy relative that's probably Julian with Cheryl. We're like, we're either going to meet them or we're going to find the truth out about them for sure. And maybe find the truth out about Charles, too. Mm, interesting. Okay, there you go. It's going to be a family tree of bullshit. Also, is this the Thanksgiving episode? Mm, I don't know. It's number six. I don't think so. That could be a really fun way to do a Thanksgiving that episode, would be a, though. I, I would applaud them for that. Dark, <laughs> creepy family reunions? Mm. Yes, please. And the last one we have is chapter 64. is called The Ice Storm. So I guess we're going to get some snow. Well, that's based on a movie. Hmm. In suburban New Canaan, Connecticut, middle class families experimenting with casual sex and substance. Okay. So, Ice Storm, that's going to be when all this sexy time happens. This is going to lead to the pregnancy scare. Quite possibly. Yes. All right. Well, that's, that's all I got. Should be interesting. All right. Well, the new episode of Riverdale airs tonight. We'll be watching it tomorrow on the CW app. If you are a Patreon member of the doghouse, you will get first dibs on our, our thoughts. With our Doghouse drive through episodes, those are going to go up on Friday. Beep, beep. And then our full coverage of the episode where we go through scene by scene is going to be available next week. So it'll go up to prep you for the next episode. It's true. Yep. 
So thank you all for sticking around. We're excited to be back. I know we dog on this show a little bit, but we do it because we do actually really like it when we get to its core. (laughs) Like we do. Also, we do enjoy yelling at it. Yeah, it's kind of fun to be like mean about something, but it's only because we want it to be good. Oh, and I do need to say this. You, if you all follow me on Twitter at all, I have been live tweeting bits and thoughts about watching One Tree Hill for the first time. And wow, the experience of watching that, getting ready for Riverdale has been insane because I never watched One Tree Hill before. So this is going to color my feelings about Riverdale by a lot. Well, then why would you watch it? I didn't realize it would do that. But there are some things that I've criticized Riverdale for not doing well that One Tree Hill did very well. And same network. I'm just like, how did this get missed? So I can tell you how it got missed. I can too. (laughs) But it's refreshing to see some of the things that I didn't like here show up here. And then, oh, everyone's parents are horrible and absent. This is the same show. You're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's been entertaining I'm, I'm 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 in season five so so uh, you can share your thoughts on one tree hill with me if you need to and also we created our own twitter account for the doghouse so it'll no longer be solely on the macintosh and mod twitter handle just because this is way different from all of our other stuff we decided to kind of pull it out and be its own thing and you can find that at the underscore doghouse pod we will be retweeting from the macintosh and mod for a while but if you want to go find us on your own that's where we'll be so Till next time. Hashtag, Hashtag Go Bulldogs. Thanks for listening. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at macintoshandmod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. He has chlamydia. <laughs> that's that's what's happened. That's enough to make him faint in Pop's Diner. He's got to explain that shit to Veronica. <laughs> I mean, let's not forget, Archie got around. Did he get chlamydia from the bear? Got it from Josie, who got it from Sweet Pea, who got it from a serpent. there's an outbreak this season chlamydia (laughs) (laughs) 